Welcome to Life Unedited. I am your host, Tabitha Sweeney, and this is your lifestyle guide to living an unapologetic life that aligns solely with you. What's up, you guys? Welcome back. All right, so here we are. And if you are local to the good old 716, you may be feeling sad, heartbroken, disappointed. Pick your word over how you feel about the Bills' loss yesterday. Collectively, I think the city as a whole, even those who aren't necessarily the biggest world's fo- the world's biggest football fans, are are feeling that sting because we were really projected at the beginning of the season to go all the way. Tickets already had gone on sale in anticipation that the Bills were going to beat the Bengals, right? Uh, for the neutral site in Atlanta. Like, those tickets had already been on sale. And it was it was a hard loss. And it was a hard loss because in so many ways it looked like the team didn't even show up. They, they didn't look at all like the team that, that we've been following all year. Even to those of us who are like, like only sort of football watchers and carers, right? Like, like I understand football and I watch it, but like I only sort of watch it, if that makes sense. Like I'm not, a, I, I would not consider myself to be like the biggest diehard fan. But I also would do anything to see the Bills go to the Super Bowl, especially this amazing team that we have. And it was a heartbreaking loss. But here's the thing. And this is something that it's been heavy on my mind because, man, I am watching people tear the team and the coaching apart. And I get it. People are upset and they're angry and they're they're sad and they're like, these guys didn't even show up and it's like they didn't even want it. And I didn't say anything yesterday when the game finished. And I didn't say anything, you know, even as the night went on. I I didn't say anything because I know that people are upset. But I also know that, and I know I'm going to get take, you know, some some flack on, on this opinion that I have. But we're not having a conversation about PTSD right now, and I think we should. I, frankly, am disgusted and upset and hurt by the amount of comments that are out there tearing this team and the coaching apart, given what they have been through. And I'm not just talking about the snowstorms and the moving of games and the digging themselves out and all of that bullshit. I'm not talking about the fact that the city had a mass shooting back in May. That as a year, this city has been through hell this past year. I'm not, I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about the fact that only three weeks ago, They watched a teammate collapse on the field. 
They watched him die and then be resuscitated. That's what they witnessed. That's what they watched. And yes, they were able to get that night off. Okay? Thank you. Thank you, NFL. We, we did give these men this week off, but they had to go back to work the next week. Didn't matter. If you think the fact that Damar is okay negates the trauma that these men have been through? No! It doesn't. It doesn't negate it. Not at all. Nope. Not one bit. And the one thing I keep coming back to and the one thing I keep thinking is that when he when Hamlin went down on the field, the next day, everywhere you looked, there was like CPR class, free class here, free class. Everybody wanted to learn CPR. Okay, great. And everybody should learn CPR. I have been CPR certified for 15 years now, and I can tell you my greatest... My greatest hope and my greatest wish is that I never, ever need to use it. But I have to get recertified every two years. And you know what? It's bullshit that it costs 150 bucks to have to get recertified. Just saying. Like, it doesn't make it accessible to communities and to everywhere. And it's a skill that we should be teaching in high schools. And everybody should know CPR. But what about the fact that... Nobody is talking about PTSD. Nobody is talking about what those men witnessed on the field and the innate physical reactions that we have to that. As we play the same team that just three weeks ago we played when he went down. It's like we've forgotten that these men are these these men, and I'm going to use air quotes on that. These men, because mo- let's face it, they're most of them are under 30, right? I I don't know all of the players' exact ages. I do know that Josh Allen's like 25 and 26. The, these guys are babies. They're babies. At 25 or 26, I shit. There's no way in hell I could have witnessed that and then got up and like a week later played another freaking game. Oh, hell no. What is wrong? There's no way. And that's what we're expecting. And you know why we're expecting that of them? For our own amusement. Why are we expecting it of them? Huh. Because they make millions. That does not change The amount of money that you make does not change the effects of physical trauma. In fact, dare I say it makes it worse? Because we wouldn't have these expectations on anyone else. But we're going to hold our football players to that standard. Yep, yep. It's so disturbing to me. And if you have never experienced a PTSD episode, you are fortunate. I have, I will never forget one specific incident that I experienced. And it, 
I walked into the studio and things had been rearranged. I, I was not aware that things were going to be rearranged. Now, that mm-hmm. might sound super stupid. And, and when I walked in, I wasn't mad. The reaction of PTSD, it's not necessarily like, a, you can't even put the word on it. I couldn't even find the word. And it wasn't even until I called my therapist and I was like, I, I can't breathe. Like, I physically can't breathe. I don't understand what's happening because, like, I walked in and and all of a sudden I can't breathe. And it's like there's – I. Somebody just hit me on the head. Like, so they just knocked the wind straight out of me. And as we walked through what was going on, because it literally, I opened the door and it hit me. We got down to the fact that one of the renters had rearranged all of the furniture and the things in the storage room. And and I don't think there was any malice behind it at all. But you know what? When I was married... And I walked into the house. Furniture that was rearranged was my very first tell. Like, I would walk in the house and see that the furniture was moved. And I would want to turn and run, except for I couldn't turn and run because my kids were inside that house and I couldn't leave them in that situation. The moved furniture was the very first tell for me that we were in a spiral. That my ex was spiraling and that we were going to have a blowout fight because it wasn't going to matter. It was not going to matter what I did, what I said, what I did was not going to matter. As soon as that furniture moved, I knew that tonight no one was going to sleep because we were going to be screaming our heads off and and it was going to be a complete and utter blowout. And there was nothing I could do that was going to stop it. Because as soon as he reached the point where he moved the furniture, he was already in that space. And then from there, I knew that the following weeks were going to be absolute hell. So when I walked into my space and all of the furniture had been re, like had been moved and changed... The reaction that my body had was so physical, I had to leave. I couldn't work. I had to cancel my appointments that night, that day. I had to go home. I believe I took a Xanax at like, I don't know, probably 10 o'clock in the morning. Balled my eyes out, went through a therapy session. I was not okay. And none of it was by choice. It was, that was also the very first time that I ever used the word abused to describe my marriage and my situation. And at the point that this had happened, I was already divorced. The divorce was already finalized. Like, there was no, like, I was not still living among this trauma. So, If you think that he should have been able to, like, say, well, yeah, but Damara lived, so everything's okay, and just move on, and everything's good, that's not how it works. It's just not how it works. And we don't get a choice, and we don't get a reaction in how our body reacts to those situations. I will never forget that day I went home and said a a prayer for 
all combat vets who suffer with PTSD and who feel the effects of it on 4th of July or whatever the case may be that their trigger is that brings on that PTSD episode, I can't imagine living with that and having those, those, those attacks on a daily basis. So for everybody out there who's like sitting here and they're like, well, who was this team? Who showed up today? It was not your Buffalo Bills. Your Buffalo Bills have not recovered. Yes, I understand why per the NFL we had to play the Bengals again. I get it. But I had been worried about this scenario the entire week. Do I think it would have been completely different if the Bengals had lost their last game and we were playing whoever it was that they that I don't I don't know who the Bengals won against. I don't know who they defeated to like switch to flip flop the the thing, right? So like, but do I think I think it would have been totally different. 100% different. Do I think we deserved to have to play the same team that just 3 weeks ago? No, I don't. I also think that these guys are they're they're babies. Their minds are their minds have not fully developed yet. They are not fully we are putting so much pressure on them. And if you think that you want this ring more than they do, you don't. We've had teams in the past where I would have said, yeah, we want – the city itself wants it more than the team does, right? There, there were years in there uh, back in 2006, 2007, J.P. Lossman, right? Like, yeah. He, he didn't want it. But you are not going to tell me that we as a city, as individual humans, want it more than Josh Allen. No. Allen and Diggs and Poyer and Milano, they want it. McDermott wants it. But you know what? When we say that what happened out there, what happened out there was a physical response to our bodies holding on to trauma. And the conversation that we should be having is about the fact that we need to address this trauma, that we need more mental health support, that we need to stop fucking expecting so much out of people. These guys are not robots. So while yes, I would have absolutely loved if we had won. You know what? I'm not mad at the team for not winning. This city has been through hell and that team has been through hell. Everybody is tired. Everybody is exhausted. Everybody has been traumatized from 2022. 
how about we just pat the guys on the back and we say, good job. I see you. I stand behind you. Fuck, I couldn't have done any better. So, like, let's just stop pretending that we could go all go out and play a better game. Okay? Sorry. This was my rant for the day because I'm really worked up about it and because I truly believe that the amount of pressure that we put on humans today is just more than anyone should have to handle or deal with at all costs. And I think one of the keys to us becoming a healthy, more balanced society is in understanding that. So on that note, go out and do something good today. Make sure that you are not contributing to the BS that is everywhere, okay? And take a little time in whatever way that you need to be sure that you are filling your own cup.